I V M. Hello, Khushamadid. I'm Maharo Khinayat. Today's podcast is very special to me. On the show today, I have a renowned journalist, author of several highly acclaimed books, and the writer of a soon-to-be-released film, Shikara: The Untold Story of Kashmiri Pandits. And the writer with me is Rahul Pandita. Welcome to the note, Rahul. Thank you, Maruk. You know, Rahul, I've been following you for the longest time. You're somebody I look up to. Your work, your interviews, and now following your timeline, I. I know being a Kashmiri myself I know this is a very very emotional time for you. I am a Kashmiri Muslim and I want to start off by saying that I openly acknowledge what happened to all Kashmiri pundits was a heinous crime and the only solution is their respectable return to the valley and I underline the word respectable. I'm going to start on that note and I'm going to Thank ask you. you first Rahul why did you write Shikara Maruk I I wrote a book on uh, my personal experiences of exodus as a 14 year old boy and the aftermath of exodus uh, when we lost everything uh, that we had uh, gathered uh, with a lot of hard work in in Kashmir and in a matter of few weeks we lost everything and we became refugees in this country that book was uh, a memoir uh, called our moon has blood clots and I it came out in 2013 7 years ago now i remember when i was working on multiple drafts of that book and i was living and reliving those moments in in 88 89 90 but when you're writing a book you're writing it in a certain delirium you know you're going through it very surgically but i remember in in the january of 2013 when the first advanced copy came into my hand and i opened my own book and i started reading what i had already gone through in multiple drafts maybe a hundred times i just could not go beyond few pages i just threw it away till date it's been 7 years i have not been able to read that book myself um it leaves a lot of scars and you know it takes a toll on you but i was also aware of the fact of the limitations of literature in this country you know the book has done well but you know a few hundred thousand people you know it does not suffice so i thought it was very important for us to tell this story through popular culture and what best than telling the story through cinema because you know cinema and cricket are two big religions of this country so we thought we must say this story and thankfully uh, i got a willing partner in vidhu vinod chopra who is of kashmiri origin and um he said that he had been wanting to tell this for a very very long time so we met several years ago it took a lot of time but finally it's out you know i was reading a recent piece that you wrote when you say that you were 14 and uh, you had to get this blanket uh, from one of uh, bjp functionaries who was giving it out to everyone who was distributing it i mean the humiliation of doing that must have been so great that i can't even imagine what it must have felt like what did you bring of your personal journey into shikara uh, were the instances like this that you have added to the narrative or has it been a larger broad stroke kind of narrative that you have pulled through so when i started working on this uh, on this film i had a very clear brief from uh, vinod uh he said that it has to be a love story in the face of terrible adversity 
that is the brief I started uh, working on. And it has to be set in the backdrop of uh, 89-90. And since the protagonists of this film are both Kashmiri Pandits and, uh, you know, Shiv and Shanti, um, Shanti and Shiv Kumar Dhar. So that was the uh, brief I uh, began with. But obviously, uh, you know, I had reported a lot on Kashmir and I had personally gone through that crisis. So uh, some of the events I have described in my book have, have found their way into, uh, in, into this film, surely. But it's not based on my book. It's a completely different story. But we have used some elements. You know, some elements are crucial. For example, if you see that, uh, um, you must have seen that uh, particular shot in trailer where a group of Kashmiri pundits is seen uh, running after a truckload of tomatoes in, uh, in, in a refugee camp in Jammu. Yes. Uh, that, is how, that is how my book starts, right? So, yes. so, so a lot of elements from the book, but uh, a completely different story. Uh, you know, I've, I've heard and read what Vidhu Inno Chopra has said. He says it's a film for healing. Uh, but a section of the social media has been up in arms. Many Kashmiri pundits themselves have said that don't ridicule what happened to Kashmiri pundits. Do you believe that it is time to move on? See, uh, when we when we when we started working on the film and you know, when the first draft was made and the final draft was made, uh, Vinod and I were having a chat, and I told him that uh, Vinod, I think this film should uh, do to Kashmir what your previous film, Lagerah Munna Bai, did to Gandhiji. Um, we want to, to start a conversation. Frankly, beyond a point, any government which comes into this country cannot do more than a certain thing. But things will only start changing when there will be a people-to-people contact. Now, you you know, you heard a lot of criticism on uh, social media, on Facebook, on Twitter. It comes from people who have who have not seen this film. Let me assure them through your podcast today, Maruk, the problem is that the story of Kashmiri Pandits has been relegated to margins for the last 30 years. My people are very skeptical about how their story will be presented. So I want to tell them that there's absolutely no compromise uh, we have made to their story in this film. But having said that, it's a healing film because we want to start a conversation around, around this film. We want to say, you, you know, there was, a, there was a little controversy recently, uh, which started a backlash on Twitter, where Vinod appeared uh, with me on a TV channel, and he said that we should say sorry to each other and move on. What he meant was, you know, a victim cannot say sorry to a terrorist. A victim of ethnic cleansing can say sorry to somebody else who may have gone through some similar crisis in Kashmir. You know, Kashmir Valley has also waded through several patches of darkness. That is, that is what he meant. We can hug each other. You know, victim can hug someone in Kashmir who will say sorry and say, say, look, you were my neighbor. I did not take part in your killing or ethnic cleansing, but I did not do enough. Please forgive me. That is how a conversation starts. And that is what Vinod meant. In no uncertain terms, you know, there cannot be any compromise between a victim and a terrorist. Um, I mean, having said that, uh, you also spoke about, uh, there was this particular hashtag uh, that said, sorry, Kashmiri Pandits, right? I want to know, who do you want this apology from? I'm ready to apologize. I was 12 when this happened. I'm ashamed of this. Who do you want this apology from? Not just you, but the entire community. I think the apology should come from certain quarters. That is what Vinod said in the special preview of the film in Delhi on 19 January 1919, the day which marks the 30th anniversary of our exodus. Um, 
see, when we talk to people in the rest of India, uh, they have absolutely no idea or very little idea about what happened to Kashmiri Pandits in 1990. This is what a man says in the, in, in the film. You must have seen that shot in the trailer also. When we left Kashmir and came to Jammu, we had a certain idea about how the rest of India will rise up to the occasion and protest. There's a man who says in the film, Parliament may show machega. But we know now after 30 years that Parliament may show macha. So the apology which Vinod was talking about should come from the rest of India. It should also come from uh, Kashmiri Muslims. So I know you are young and you know there are you know, not every Kashmiri Muslim has uh, taken part uh, in violence against Pandits. Fair enough. I also said in a Hindustan Times piece that, you know, we don't need an apology from people who were born after 1990 and had no role to play in this. We cannot uh, keep on doing this. What about what about Kashmiri Pandits? What about Kashmiri Pandits? I'm not the one advocating that. But the problem is that a majority of people still, as we speak today in Kashmir, are absolutely in denial about the circumstances that led to the exodus of Kashmiri Pandits. I think after this film is out and when a conversation starts, and we are already seeing uh, some of it happening on Twitter in the last few uh, days, um, especially ever since I came on Ravish's show, because Ravish is a very popular figure and his show is watched by millions across this country. I have received, I'm really overwhelmed by uh, some of the responses I have personally received from uh, Kashmiri Muslims and from Muslims of, uh, from the other part of country and from, from, from Hindus and from other other religions uh, where people have said sorry. So I, our idea is that let our conversation start. Let the Kashmiri pundits also feel that there are people, there are a lot of people in this country who feel sorry for them. That is how a conversation will start and that is how the actual healing will begin. You know, uh, uh, Vidhu uh, Vinod Chopra mentioned that a large number of Kashmiri Muslims were also involved in the making of the film. And I can imagine that given that most of it has been shot in the valley or a, pa- a large part of it. Uh, what was their reaction to the story? Also, your lead star cast also happens to be Muslim. Was that deliberate? Were you trying to set a narrative right from the very beginning? I don't know what was going on in VC's mind, frankly. But uh, uh, to the best of my knowledge, I don't think it was deliberate. Uh, I think um, uh, we 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 went through a lot of... I mean, VC went through a lot of cast. I had no say in uh, casting, etc. I was involved in the film as a, as a co-writer. But... Uh, um, to the best of my knowledge, it was not it was not deliberate. And of course, when we were shooting this film in Kashmir, there were a lot of uh, young uh, Kashmiris, uh, Kashmiri Muslims who were involved in the making of this film. Um, and uh, you know, they are they are all professionals. They knew exactly what we were doing. Um, there are also young uh, Kashmiri pundits who were born after 1990 or who were very young in 1990 when it happened. Um, uh, some of them were born in refugee camps. Uh, but there was absolute, you know, there was absolute cooperation from both sides. And uh, I know for sure that people, Kashmiri Hindus who have worked as assistant directors on this film and Kashmiri Muslims who have worked as assistant directors on the film and in other capacities, they are very close friends. They meet in Mumbai. I, I see their pictures every second day on Instagram. Another thing that you said, and there was a video of yours also, which got a lot of others to also come in with with a hashtag that said, Hum wapas what what more is needed, Rahul, at a national level, uh, at a local level in the valley? What are the things that uh, you endeavor to achieve? I know this is a film. This can create a certain understanding. 
but at a um, at a affirmative level at an actionable level what is your dream to achieve i think my dream to achieve is first um, uh, you know i keep on saying this that the reconciliation between kashmiri muslims and kashmiri pandits is a two step process the first process is the acknowledgement of our pain and the acknowledgement that the majority community in kashmir failed us in 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 the january of 1990 some willingly some unwillingly but that is what happened so first of all this acceptance like i said you know there's a very big denial about the circumstances that led to it so that is one and then at the end of it you know the problem in this country is that there's absolutely no sense of justice or closure so the two this process step two in this process would be because more than 700 kashmiri pandits have been killed brutally in 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 kashmir valley not in a single incident in a single case has there been any conviction so we we say we we tell the government today that okay you know the return of kashmiri pandits may be a long process you know because the situation is bad in kashmir you need to identify a lot of things you to need, need to make sure that security etc is in place but what is stopping you from beginning the wheels of justice we know uh, very clearly uh, at least you know as a symbolic measure people like bitter karate elias faruk ahmed who has on national television accepted the fact that he was responsible for the killing of more than 20 kashmiri pandits he is in jail today but he is not in jail for the murder of these 20 or more kashmiri pandits he is in jail in a money laundering case in a terror funding case we want the government to make sure that some of these perpetrators of crime in in 1990 are brought to justice in the murder of kashmiri pandits so at least we get a sense of closure which will pave the way for the reconciliation with the majority community who had no role whatsoever to play in this ethnic cleansing rahul pandita um, i know this must have been tough i know this entire journey of writing the film co-writing this film and now as it inches towards its release i know how tough it has been or it must have been i can only empathize um i just want to say i hope you're able to achieve um the closure and a reconciliation of the kind that every kashmiri pandit wants thank you so much for speaking with me thank you so much for sharing your thoughts in a very candid manner and as a kashmiri muslim i say that i hope that all of you return to the valley in the most respectable manner thank you so much for speaking with me thank you maruk it means a lot